0: We welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Preach the word be instant in season and out of season, which means be ready in season and out of season meaning be ready when it's time to do it and be ready when folks aren't ready for it. That's what he said. Be ready regardless what they think, regardless how they feel. You got to be instant when it's popular, when it's unpopular, when they don't want you to say it. Oh, yeah. Instant in season. And I see that's the beauty of ABC. That's why I love this church so much, because when I used to travel some places I would go, man, it would be all right. But some places I would go, folks would just be looking and staring and I'd still have to be instant out of season amen in season and out of season reprove rebuke exhort with what all long-suffering and doctrine means as long as it takes you got to stay faithful to it and continue to preach the doctrine for the time will come man For the time will come when they will not endure, meaning they won't sit through, meaning they won't stay when sound doctrine is being preached. They'll leave, they'll email you and say, Pastor, I'm sorry, but me and my family gonna move on. But after their own lust, shall they heap to themselves teachers having engineers. So after what they want to do, the way they want to behave, they'll go find a preacher that will preach and cater to their behavior. Yeah, so if they want to be all about that money, all about that life, all about that fame and fortune, they'll go to TDJ's church. If they don't want to be convicted of sin and they just want everything goes, they'll go to Joel Osteen's church. They heap on themselves people that won't touch their issues. Yeah, they want to be a woman in command, they're going to go to Juanita Bonham. That's what the Bible just said. Heap upon themselves teachers having itching ears and they shall turn away their ears from what? Have you ever been trying to tell the truth to somebody and they just like, man, you don't understand. It's like, man, but the Bible says, ah, man, ah. what? They turn their ears away from the truth. I told a preacher the other day, I was like, dude, dude man, well, I don't know why nobody want to come hear me, man. I said, dude, that's your wife. Your wife crazy. She ran everybody off. I said, men don't want to sit under no wild woman telling them what to do. Most of them struggling with that at home anyway. They want to go somewhere to get that fixed. All the men went, man, all the men left. Your wife ran them off. I will tell them, too. But they're going to turn their ears away from the truth. Not just to turn their ears away from the truth. They're going to turn their ears to fables. He said, but watch thou in all things. Endure afflictions. Do the work of an evangelist and make full what? Proof. Proof of thy ministry. Look at somebody and say, preach the, preach the word. Preach the word. That's what we do in here. Y'all know that, right? Preach the word. Amen. Instant, in season, and out of season. Amen. I I can't care how you feel. Preaching the gospel keeps the dead man in check. Preaching the gospel keeps the dead man in check. So you go the week, you come here, you hear the truth And it reminds you of your covenant with the Lord and keeps you from doing the fool sometimes. The promise you made. So when you get ready to sin, your conscience won't even let you. Your conscience is bothering you. You feel bad. That's because a word has challenged you. Gotten in your way. How many of you the Lord got in your way of doing something? Got in your way. That's what he's supposed to do. Preaching the gospel keeps the dead man in check. When pastors preach the high standard of God's word, the congregants are challenged to live holy lives. Look at somebody say high standard. So when the high standard, I don't know why when the high standard is preached, people see that as the person saying it and not God saying it. But when the low standard is preached, That's God. His mercy endureth forever. But when the high holiness without no man shall see him. Oh, that's man. That's man's religion. No rules, no religion. I've made my decision. I'm tired. That's when the high standards, people, when the low standard, oh, his mercy endureth forever. Some old punk singing it too. <laughs> hey, nothing ain't <laughs> Put your tongue back in. Like God wanna hear that and see that. Mark 16 and 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and do what? Preach the gospel gospel to how many people? Preach the gospel to every creature. That's God's commandment. The order of the pastor's home must be properly aligned for God's word to be accepted. First by his own family and then Will it be effective within the church family? The order of the pastor, I mean the one in charge home has to be aligned properly. So if he's not the head of his home, he can't be the head of the church. First Timothy three and four says that the qualifications for this job One that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with what? All gravity. That's the requirement. Because how are you going to get the church folks to listen to you and your children don't listen to you? All that's going to happen is your children going to talk to other children and tell them not to listen to you. And then that wife that won't listen to you, oh, she's going to start a whole bunch of ruckus. She's going to turn the church out. Yeah, she's going to mess everything up. Yeah. But you can't be an effective leader in the church. You don't think people watching you? Yeah, right in church, go up to the man. We've seen it. We've seen women just snatch the mic out their husband's hand. Baby, let me say something. And people looking like, what? Yeah, and them old Jazzies in the audience looking at their husband like, mm-hmm. just wait till we get on snatching something too. Yeah, that spirit just gets in the audience, gets in the, everybody. You can always tell that old witchy, witchcraft spirit. Where well, the women just out of control. Oh, I don't need no women to amen. The men are amen. Don't be scared. Yeah, I not want to be in no church with no out of control women. Y'all think women can't get out of control? They did in the book of Revelation. The church of Thyatira. Christ had to address it. It's like, I got something against y'all. First, y'all got Jazzy up in there. He was talking about a spirit of women in control. Or women out of control but one that ruled this house well children in all subjection me and my son was talking about this yesterday we were talking about my wife and I'm like people because people think you know that I just dominate her and make her do everything and she got to do everything I said said, do you know where my wife came from <laughs> Oak Cliff <laughs> do think I would have got an Oak Cliff woman and I'm gonna just boss her around Who, I mean, do you really think that's possible? <laughs> Nobody bouncing her around. My wife does what she, she does what she wants to do. And feel good. You know what the thing is though? What she wants to do doesn't hinder me. Right. Uh-oh. Yeah. I just preached. I just preached. She does everything she wants to do. My wife does anything she thinks of that she feels like doing. She just does it. But what she wants to do, don't hinder me. Man, I ain't arguing about what she just did. Where you been? What? I do to ask her where she's been because wherever she's been, ain't going to be no hindrance to be. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, we're in sync. She don't hurt me with her actions. Her intentions don't hurt me. So ain't nobody telling her what to do and making her do stuff. It's just I can trust what she's gonna do. Because whatever she's gonna do, I'm gonna be good with. Amen. Whatever she's gonna spend, I'm good with sometime. (laughs) But that's hey, but that's that's and that's how you have to be. You gotta be one that rules your house. So you can't be interfering with your husband and and taking him down and and hurting his progress? Jealous of his spotlight and jealous because folk like him and don't like you? Won't you act better? You know, it's women jealous of their husbands because people don't like them but love their husband. And having his children in subjection with all gravity and I ain't trying to you know say that I got everything right and we doing everything right and all that I mean y'all you know with kids I mean some of it is 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 is, you're gonna experiment a few times because kids are kids amen and something might work for one it don't work for the other but we all trying amen The, the, the first thing you gotta do is get on the same page with the husband and the wife before you can even deal with the children that's what I'm saying Where there is no standard, listen to this, there will be lawlessness. Some of these old dumb African-Americans trying to do away with cops and the law. Cops stop them. Oh, man, I'm a sovereign Moor. I don't have to recognize your authority. I'm one of the Moors from Egypt. Pow! Boy, you better let me pull you over and you a Moor. You won't be no more. I'm bussing a cap, moron. I was sitting in the movie theater yesterday and they showing trailers and they got a Negro movie coming out. Where the boy got shot. Cops told him, put, it, put your hands on the car. Put his hands on the car and then he saw his hairbrush. So I guess he wanted to make sure his waves was okay. Just in case they took him down. So he gonna reach for his brush and pick up his brush and the cop shot him. And I would have shot him too. I'd have shot his hand and the brush. I'd have shot him, bro. I don't know what you're reaching for. You don't pull nothing out your car after the cop already. He already told you. And then you know, here go the Negroes rallying and marching, and they tearing the city up and uh, That's a movie that's coming out. I felt so uncomfortable in the theater. I wanted to go sit with the white people. It's like, I don't want to be by these Negroes at all. Because that's embarrassing and stupid. Did you break the law? Well, he didn't have to shoot it. Well, what was he supposed to do? He didn't know if he was reaching for a gun. So he's supposed to risk getting shot? Some foolishness. I'm tired of folk breaking the law and, and folks tearing cities up over somebody that broke the law amen quit breaking the law do what the cop said man the, yeah, the cop stopped me i'm doing whatever he say is it all right if i search you, of course it is can i search your vehicle I, I don't have a warrant you don't need one get the search and whatever and the stuff you find you can have You keep it. Because that's that's a police officer, man. He can do whatever he want at that moment. I'm doing whatever he says. You know, but that's folks that grew up with a father that got whoopings. You know, when you got whoopings when you was young, anybody was capable of whipping you. Like, you could get punished by, the the school teacher could whip you. And you couldn't go home and tell it because that's another whooping. Well, what was you doing? Mama, she slapped me. Well, what was you doing? That's why nobody won't teach no more. That's why the school, that's why I was just talking to somebody the other day. That's why they're going to all this online school down there. You know, they they just, they just about to, y'all know they're ending public school. They're going to end it because it's getting to the point now where Joe Clark got to be at every school. Because these kids are lawless. Because there's no standard. No standard in the home. There's not going to be a standard in the school. How you going to make them conform to a standard in the school and they're not conforming to a standard at home? It's impossible. There's no way you can expect a kid to do anything you say if they're not doing anything that their parents say at home. Okay, so we know that, right? We got that much that there is no standard. So then there's lawlessness. So they're going to have to, the kids going to have to get their education online. They can't be, I mean, because nobody's going to pay attention to what the teachers are saying now. Yeah, there ain't going to be another Joe Clark story. That was back when he had a bunch of kids whose parents would react. Now that the parents won't react, most of them are about to, most. Of, most of them don't even have contact with their child. School is the babysitter for them, so they're not. No, no, man, lawlessness. So they they're getting ready to have everyone. You watch next ten years, everyone will probably be uh, uh, going to school online. Lawlessness and no example of what is being professed. So where there is no standard. So many pastors attempt to pastor their church better than they do their own home. You know, you're a pastor first at home. How is everybody in your house a sinner and don't nobody in your house want to be saved? But you're going to spend three, four days a week at a church with some other people that don't know the real you. See, that's the thing. The folks in the house don't want to be saved because they didn't really know you. The folks in the church know what you have presented to them in the church. So they listening to you, they getting saved, but the ones at home, like, nah, he jive. Yeah, All these old pop-up churches, folks just passing because they feel good, feel like it. I think I'm called a pastor. Okay, start in your house. Start in your house. You know how I many years I sat my family down and printed these things like this. these messages, y'all saying, I printed them out and set all of them around the table. And I taught them just like that. Like like they were this congregation. I did it at home first. So, dude, you ain't going to just jump up and start a church and think somebody want to hear you. Then when they don't want to hear you, you got to come up with a gimmick. I'm preaching in here. It's too many churches. It's just too many. It's too many bootlegs. It's too many counterfeits. Too many folks not called. Oh brother, but I'm good with the men, then you need to be over the men's ministry at a church. You don't need the pastor. somebody called you the pastor. It ain't working, is it? Your kid's crazy. Your wife don't listen to you. What do you need a church for? Well brother I'm out here now. Well, get out, get from out there. Give it up, close it down. You made a mistake. Yes, made a mistake. I know I'm preaching. This practice is not a part of god's plan i hate when dudes do that i mean all hell breaking loose in their family their whole house tan, everything and then they tell you say but i know god has called me the pastor what makes where is the proof the scripture said make full proof of your where is the proof of what you just said i mean i just but i good god man it just uh, what what did you eat that day that you feel you got cold i hear what you're saying and i know you believe what you're saying but there's no proof this practice is not a part of god's plan first timothy three and five for if a man know not how to rule his own house how shall he take care of what the church of god not a novice he can't be a novice that's a bull corner Somebody don't know what he's doing. He don't know what he's doing. He's guessing. Well, maybe this will work. We'll start a bald-headed brothers ministry. We're going to get all the bald-headed dudes in the neighborhood. And we're going to talk to them about Christ. Just only the bald heads. Only the bald head. We can't talk to Ted. Can't, Jay, you can't come. Scoop, you can come. And, 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 and Julian. And they be coming up with junk like that. Bring a whole, a little petting zoo for the Lord. We're going to make Noah's Ark out of cardboard and bring some real animals and let the kids in the neighborhood. Why are you always doing stuff in the neighborhood? They're not saved. Why are you doing more for the unsaved folks than the saved folks? Because ain't no saved folks coming. Look at the little lamb. We're going to teach them. Jesus was a lamb. Kids be like, what? Jesus, wasn't one of these you little ghetto kid you can't tell them that no brother don't ride the lamb you can't ride a lamb and he got four legs I'm getting on it <laughs> why are you always doing stuff in the community not a novice man you can't be making it up as you go experimenting in the leadership meeting. Well, Pastor, oh, I'm trying to think of something. I'm, th- I'm trying to think of something we can do to bring some people. You gotta think of something you can do to bring some people. once you pave the parking lot that's been sitting there for 40 years full of gravel and rocks and busting everybody's tires up. <laughs> I mean, flat tires, boy, rental tire. they, 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 They built a discount tire by your church. I found the prime location. All these sharp gravels, rocks, everybody's shoes, white, when they walk in church. Dude, I I promised these were some new kicks. I promised they was, man, but you know that parking lot. Yeah, I didn't wonder why no, no, people in the neighborhood, yeah. Hey, brother, here's some tracks from the church. Man, I ain't busting my, I just got some new Pirellis, bro. I can't go to your church. Bust my tires up. Why did you start working on it and building it and you couldn't finish it? Right. Whose idea was that? That was somebody standing up. Let me see. What can we do? <laughs> the Bible says not a novice. You can't be just making it up as you go. He said because then unless being lifted up with pride, he's going to fall into the condemnation of the devil. So the novice that don't know what he's doing, he's going to have to turn to the devil to figure out what to do. Wow. Compromise. The Freemason going to come and say, hey, man, you know, we really want to join your church, but, you know, we got these, we, 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 we want to put one of these little crests on your church. This is a, this is a true story. Want to put one of these crests on your church, man. You know, you good with that? Guess who they email to, to find out? Hey, brother, brother, have one of these symbols. What is this? You know what it is. And they do it. They do it to get some members. the devil's symbol on a church to get members or bring the devil to preach wizards and warlocks and witches prophesying and laying hands and talking all kind of foolishness to try to get some members then once they plant that junk in your church you'll never get it out. It's in the seats it's in the carpet Being challenged by strong believers keeps it in check Keeps the dead man in check How many of y'all know that? Like you can't face your brother And knowing you wilding You see that number pop up in the phone Right when you was getting ready to do something dumb Let me like, ah. he answer Hey man, what's up? No dude man, the Lord just laid you on my heart Oh gosh <laughs> Yeah That ever happened to anybody I know it's happened to me The Lord will check you if you put people in your life that can't. That's why loners and solitaire players, they worry me. Folk always by themselves. Oh, yeah. We talk about it all the time in here. Don't we talk about it all the time? We just know this. Soon as they wild out, I knew it. I knew he was going to wild because he didn't get into fellowship. He didn't come to heroes. He don't hang around the brothers. Don't nobody know him. He just wandering. Yeah. I hey, had one brother did that and then got mad when he left the church. And nobody called him and asked him where he was. So he had to start calling folks. Hey, brother, I'm just letting you know I left the church. And I'm like, how whack are you where you have to call people? Like, <laughs> your phone didn't ring at all. You have to call them. I yeah, I just want to let you know, man, that you know I'm not, I left. I left her. Who is this? <laughs> who, who is this? You know brother so-and-so oh okay i mean you know that's why i haven't been there you know really you haven't been here. oh well it's like i didn't know nobody cares nobody knows you your secret life is too too great for you to bring anybody in it so you avoid the fellowship so you don't have no checks and balances When the standard of holiness is preached and exemplified, the church body will latch on and do what? Mature in the faith. That's why I preach it. Yo, that don't make me better than anybody, and I don't preach it to try to act better than anybody. I'm just like all of y'all, but the Bible is bomb. So if I keep preaching the Bible, it's raising the standard for everyone, including me. You think I can preach this and go do whatever I want to do? It raises the standard for everyone. Everyone, yeah, they're going to latch on when it's exemplified. They grow from repent, repentance of dead works to challenging principalities and rulers of darkness. Yeah, that's growth. When you first got here, you just kept repenting from dead words, Lord, forgive me. Cuss, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Shot the finger dry. Lord, road rage. Lord, forgive me. Now you actively praying spirits from your house and your neighborhood off your wife off your children standing toe-to-toe with rulers of darkness dealing with spiritual wickedness that's trying to jeopardize the future of your children Yeah, you matured. you're different you can't be around whack weak folks They start talking that foolishness. you like, God, hey. And you grew from repentance of dead to dead works. Hebrews 6 and 1 says, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto what? On unto what? Perfection. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and a faith toward God. So let us grow from the dead works and go on unto what? Perfection. As the fellowship of believers matures, people can be held accountable, not only by the word, but by those that are doers of it. Did y'all hear that? As the fellowship of believers matures, people can be held accountable, not only by the word, but by those that are doers of it. James says, be a doer of the word, not just a what? Because if you're just a hearer, you're deceiving yourself you got to be a doer of the word. Doers of the word will hold you accountable. Yeah. Hearers won't. If you're just a hearer, I mean, everybody hears it. And then chooses to do what they want to do. But a doer of the word. All right. Look at somebody and say, I'm a doer. When we surround ourselves with the challenges that strong believers bring, we are sharpened and conditioned to keep the old man at bay. The challenges that strong believers Bring. They bring challenges. Hey Amen. That's our men are wired. God wired us that way. They want no old easy slut. <laughs> want you for a weekend. That's gonna get boring real quick. Brother wanna work for something. Earn it. Ooh, I just preached, man. I I spent that message into something else, didn't I? Hey Amen. Oh easy, oh easy. <laughs> Cause if you easy with them, they know you've been easy for a while. Yeah, yeah, men are attracted to challenges, but that don't mean you, Jesse. I challenge him, all right. I never let him win. What? No, that ain't what I'm talking. About. When we surround ourselves with challenges that strong believers bring. And that's why you got to be in a church where folks are really trying and the standard is there. Because yeah, right. if there's no standard there and everybody just dead, I, man, come on. You're not challenged to live better. Right. Your life is going to constantly degrade. Yeah. When nobody preaching against sin, folks going to be sinning. Yeah, right. I mean, really, do you, do you do you think you're better than God? Because in the Old Testament, God took his people out of Egypt, where they was all, where they were slaves and junk. Took them out to the wilderness and every chance they got. I mean, if Moses stayed away too long, they would revert to sin and building idols and sacrificing. He had to keep coming. I mean, he had to keep bringing it. Bring them, take them to the command. Take them. In. I said, this, I said, this. And finally, he's just like, I'm sick of them. Open the ground up. Just start swallowing folks up. They, like, they, they crazy. But that's people. You got to keep preaching it. You got to keep preaching. Look at somebody say, keep preaching. That's what he said. Preach the word instant, instant, nothing. You can't ever let up off it. You let a little crack in there, but folks go, goes, oh, I get in there. I fit. This might be the best message I've ever preached. Romans 15 and one says, when we that are, uh, we that then that are strong are to bear the infirmities of the weak, And not to please ourselves. This is what we do in the fellowship. So we that are strong, we bear the infirmities of the weak. Meaning we bring people up to the standard that we're in. That's what we do. So we'll we'll, we'll bring, I'll get you there brother. Just hang on to me. But first you got to be there. You can't introduce anyone to that level of maturity if you're not there. But nobody matures if the preaching of the gospel is not there. If folks aren't preaching against sin, man, if I didn't preach against boys wearing earrings, we'd have a church full of them. If I didn't preach against uh, tattoos and junk, all the young folks would be trying to go today to get one. If I didn't preach against slutism in here, we'd have cleavage that it look like a loop video at church. Yeah, back off of that word. Back off that word and see what'll happen. I preach it in my home. That's why my wife is modest. Wife don't dress like no freak. Because all the women in here be dressing like a freak. We surround ourselves with these challenges. Yeah. So a brother walking here with two earrings, he get to looking around. Hmm. I'm the only one, huh? And we give him a Sunday. Next Sunday, Brother Julian gonna come over there, Bob, and be like, hey, bro. So... You're liking the mirrorings, huh? Julian showed them the holes. Say, well, see, you know, I, I had those too. It's like, well, you know, we don't do that in here. Right. Right. Well, then I'm going to leave. All right, then. Bye. <laughs> it's a privilege to hear the gospel. Are you kidding? Do you know what the cloud of witnesses had to go through to even bring us the ability to preach this gospel? When we surround ourselves with that, Romans 15 and 1 says, we that are strong are to bear the infirmities of the weak." Prayer and fasting keeps our flesh under control. Amen. So after the preach word has come, then sometimes you got to do without some stuff. Right. Mainly food. Yes. You know, food is really the only real fast. Yes. All the other stuff is our idea. Well, I'm gonna go on the Daniel's fast. Boy, the Daniel's fast is healthier and the food tastes better. That ain't no fast. You're supposed to eat like that. That's ridiculous. I'm going on an all vegetable fast slash detox slash cleanse. Stay on it forever. No fast. You're gonna eat the way you're supposed to eat. <laughs> no pig feet. For twenty-eight days. <laughs> what? ain't supposed to be eating that no way. No nachos. No nacho. I don't. When I go to Taco Bueno, I gotta get the tostada and and, and I gotta get the tacos because I can't have nachos. Why well, it's just a different shape. It's the same stuff. Ain't shaped it different. You ridiculous. I'll have the taco salad. <laughs> Boy, you crunch that bowl up. It's nachos. <laughs> but prayer real fast. Don't eat nothing. Let's see what happened. See how long you can do that. Oh, I almost died. Oh. Now, don't almost die. Amen. But sometimes you need to just not eat anything. And don't wait till you don't have no money to buy nothing to try to fast. That's the part I don't understand. The default fast. It's like I couldn't buy nothing no way, so I guess I give this time to the Lord. I'm going on a fast for 22 days. I'm not buying any clothes. You don't get paid till the 23rd. (laughs) People do the dumbest stuff. But we are inspired by the testimonies of others. And this makes us grow past childish ways. Ephesians 4.14 says that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the slate of men, cunning craftiness, whereby they lie and wait to deceive. Y'all, the key to this is be no more what? No more what? Children. That means you got to grow up. Get rid of the childish ways so you won't be tossed to and fro. Every time a 5% or a Hebrew-Israelite send you an email, you thinking about it. Maybe we, well, maybe, we, that's a child tossed to and fro. Our prayer life grows because we, we learn that praying in, in secret produces spiritual growth that is Openly what? Visible. So I'm not impressed by you praying in front of everybody. I know some folks that could pray these lights a different color. I mean, when they get in front of folks, Oh my Lord! In the guttermost of the earth, Lord. Through the earth's crust down to the magma. I mean, he just saying all of these words, can't make nothing happen spiritually for themselves. Son just possessed. <laughs> Children, husband, home, everything tore up. But when they get that microphone in church, oh, I'm not impressed. Because the Bible tells me that praying openly, that's nothing. He said, I need to see the reward openly. Let me see the reward openly while you're praying in secret. Whereas nobody can hear you. Let me just see the proof of your prayers. So we pray and seek God to keep our dead man in the grave. So your behavior publicly is reflecting your prayer life secretly. Matthew 6 and 6. But thou, when thy prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, pray to the Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall do what? Reward you openly. You know how I mean? Folk done came to this church, elder, and told me we don't do enough. Where's the prayer day? We don't have no prayer night. We don't have no everybody get together and pray in the mic and take turns. And I was like, no, nah, you got the wrong church. We don't do that. So what they do is they just bounce around. We was talking about that the other day. They just bounce around to try to find the little spiritual person that wanna do that with them. And they just go to their house and start all that old witchcraft. Oh, I'm not just doing all that at home. And I can tell you that because their homes are toe up. Homes are toe. up. I ain't no man wanna hear you in the bedroom yelling like that with your home girl. You better get out my house. Nobody's saying nothing in my house that I can't understand. Nobody. Nobody. You ain't saying nothing in my house and I don't know what you said. That junk ain't impressive. It's just not. That's just old school. I understand why they did it or whatever. But hey, man, get in secret and pray to God. And let's see him reward you openly. Let's see your decisions change. Yeah, let's see you, you fall back in love with your spouse and your children conform to what you're teaching them. That'll tell me that you're praying in secret. Can I keep preaching in this place? Man, this is a good message right here. Fasting puts our bodies under our power so that we can yield it to God's power. That's what it does. When we grow fleshly in our desires as mature believers, we know how to put ourselves under subjection to God and stay in his will. How many of y'all know how to do that? You know. You know when you're you, you out of control. You know what? I'm out of control. I'm putting myself. We don't be waiting for no corporate fast. We might not do one. See, look, somebody ready to leave now? Oh, well, let me leave because I got to be where they, the spirit is. Well, don't go home. You better keep driving around. Yeah, we might not have one. We might not do a corporate fast. You better do an individual fast if you know you crazy and you need help and you need God to do something. You don't have to pick up the phone and tell nobody. You tell Jesus. Call him on the main line and tell him what you want. Call him up. Call him up. Tell him what you want, man. I know I'm out of control. I keep looking at the wrong stuff on the internet. I keep pulling up the wrong website. Them old ways are coming back. So what I need to do, I just need to close the laptop. Yeah, and I need to talk to the Lord. Until he tells me I can open it again. But you just do that on your own. You don't have to be boots and an overcoat on the evening news. You don't have to go that far. Do something about it yourself. That's a mature believer. I can take care of it. Yeah, nobody got to openly rebuke me. You don't have to get up and say, no, 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 no. I can take care of that. First Corinthians 9 and 27. Paul said, but I keep under my body and bring it under. I do this myself. Peter don't have to come and say, Paul, bro, you out of control. Peter ain't got to do that. Ananias ain't got to go, ain't nobody got to come and tell Paul. Paul said, I keep under my body and bring it under, I mean, bring it into subjection. Lest by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. He said, I can deal with that. I deal with it myself. Summary. The main reason so many believers today struggle with sin is because there is a lack of pastors that will stand up to it and challenge the people to abstain from it. Amen. That's right. Ain't nobody preaching the standard. Right. If you, the standards, ain't, if it's not in your home, it's not going to be in the church. The reason for this is because the homes of so many leaders are plagued with sinfulness and because the order of the home is subverted. Sin cannot be challenged. It can't be challenged if the order is subverted. If the woman is in charge in the home, sin can't be challenged. The Bible said that when the spirit of Jezebel was in the church of Thyatira, it was leading the people into sin. It was leading them into idolatry. Because that's what an uncovered woman is going to do. She's going to lead you into idolatry. When wives are the spiritual leaders or the dominant figures over the husband. Sin will always reign. Yeah. Because yeah. don't a man feel good in that situation, so he going to have to have a vice to make him feel good. Then the children will rebel because the woman is out of order. They watch the woman out of order, they're going to be out of order. She ain't doing what daddy said. Well, we got to do what daddy said. When a man cannot lead his wife, he will fail at leading his children. This disorder will overthrow, uh, overflow into the ministry as well. That's why, Paul's, I mean, yeah, that's why uh, Paul said, don't, you don't need to pastor because you're going to turn the church into your home. Yeah. Same thing. When he cannot lead his family, he cannot lead the church. The Bible makes this a clear requirement for pastoring. There are so many pastors that are self-appointed, denomination-appointed, or just wanted to do it because they saw others do it. But because they lack the proper order in their homes, they will subvert households and ruin the order of God in the lives of their congregants. This is why the church today is in such utter disarray. Leaders that cannot even leave their homes are trying to pass through the church. Because of this, the dead man never dies and the people always struggle with sin. They come to church to fill a quota or get a spiritual fix, but they can never effectively apply it to their homes because it is not applied to the homes of their leaders, In order to keep the dead man dead, the gospel against the dead man must be highlighted by the church leadership. When the standard of holiness is raised, people are convicted and sorrowful for bad behaviors. This opens the door for holy living and God's plan for us all. First Peter 4 and 1 says, so that as Jesus was put to death in the flesh, Do you yourselves be of the same mind? For the death of the flesh puts an end to sin, so that ye may give the rest of your lives in the flesh, not to the desires of men, but to the purpose of God. Because for long enough, in times past, we have been living after the way of the Gentiles given up to the desires of the flesh, to drinking and feasting and loose behavior and unclean worship of images. And they are wondering that you no longer go with them in this violent wasting of life and are saying evil things of you. So they're saying evil things of you because you decided to change and do things different. He said, but they'll have to give an account of themselves to him who is ready to be the judge of the living and the dead. For this was the reason why the good news of Jesus was given even unto the dead, so that they might be judged as men in the flesh, but might be living before God in the spirit. This is the reason the gospel is preached, so it can judge us in the flesh, so we can live for God in the spirit. The gospel does that. The truth of the word does that. That's why we preach it. It kills The flesh and brings alive